Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome again to Las Vegas. I'm Stephen Maggi, and on today's show, we'll discuss a couple of topics that everyone who visits Vegas is interested in. A great show and fun gaming. Up first, you'll learn about an old-fashioned Las Vegas variety show that you can see in the afternoon. The MC of the show, Rich Natoli, will explain what you can expect to see. Then afterwards, it very well might be the time to go and do some gambling. And you know what makes that fun? Winning. Professor Slots will tell you how you can win if you like playing the slot machines. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, will discuss magic shows in Vegas, are they becoming obsolete or just getting bigger and better? Dark shame, darling, dark shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. You know when you come to Las Vegas, there's great entertainment. There's no question about it. Everybody's thinking of the usual 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock star. Well, there's late night acts that are wonderful here and afternoon shows, which are fantastic. And we have our good friend Rich Natolion. Rich has been on before. Uh, he's a great impressionist. He's put together a show that's playing over at Bally's. He's going to tell us all about called That's Vegas. Rich, i got to tell you, the last time you were on... Talk about a compliment. I got a couple of comments that came. Gee, we didn't know Rich Little had a different name he was performing under. <laughs> uh, that has to be a real compliment, I would imagine. <laughs> no, that, that's so nice. You know, it's funny with Rich Little uh, story. When You know, I've interviewed him on, on my radio uh, show several times, and he's such a nice guy. And, and I, the first time that I met him, you know, he came in to do the show, and he heard the, our commercial spots going, and I have like a – uh, I have a Bill Clinton impression that plays during the commercials and, and, and some other voices. And, and he said, who, who's, this is how Rich Little talks. He says, who's doing those voices? <laughs> and I said, well, well, that's me. And he goes, that's you? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, we're going to have a great time today. <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing dueling Bill Clinton impressions and stuff. You know, he was very nice. He's a, he's a really good guy, you know. But one of the things that's different, he's got a great show that he's down at the Tropicana. It's great. Yeah. But one thing you do that he doesn't do anymore, you do a lot of new sounds, like Chris Rock and Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, I, I guess you must get a lot of takes for that, and it's got to be great for kids that go in there that aren't as familiar. Although they should know who Johnny Carson is, but they're not as familiar with that. Well, yeah. See, what I'm trying to do in this show is, as we're trying to get more of the younger people in to mix with the older crowds in this afternoon show. So I'm doing in the show, I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm doing, yeah, everybody from Dr. Phil to Donald Trump and, and uh, uh, yeah, Larry, the cable guy and Chris rock. And, and uh, as many of the newer people as I can to put into the mix, Jay Leno. So I can, you can do Johnny Carson, but I'm always careful that I want to do Jay Leno also for the, for the younger people, you know? No, your Jay Leno is great too. I love that. You've really well, seen, you know, and, 
mean, you know, if you're going to do Jay, you have to, uh, you know, kind of have a high-pitched voice like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people are going to really enjoy it. You know, I saw you actually in that same theater when the late Tony Saka used to have this afternoon show, and I loved it. And your part, if I might say with all due respects to the late Tony, was the best part of the show. And oh. people, you know, but people got a kick out of it, and I was like, I bet a lot of people don't realize that there's that kind of entertainment going on in the middle of the afternoon. It just to me, it's a great thing, especially if you know you wanted to go out and have a great meal or gambling at night. You can still see that great show. Just go a little earlier. Do you like doing afternoon shows, Rich? You know, I, I do, and I'll tell you why. Because it, it, like you said, it doesn't interfere with the evening. Well, first of all, there's not as much competition. You know, there's there's something like I don't know, 280 shows here going on. So. When you, if you're in the that that's for the night market, but if you're in the day market, you automatically are not competing with all those shows. So you're pr- kind of in a class of your own. You only have maybe a few handfuls of of shows going in the afternoon, so you have a good niche with that. And then if you want to do gigs in the evening that are offered to you, you can do that because it does, your your evenings are free. Yeah, you know, last time we chatted, you talked a little about that. You were doing that down in Orlando, Florida, which I guess is the Las Vegas of corporate gigs, from what I understand. You know, I guess so many conventions are down there as well on the east side side of the country. Yeah, yeah, Orlando's a big hub, and I still go. I'll go in and out of there and do corporate events from time to time. It, it's a very big hub hub for corporate entertainment. The only problem with Orlando as opposed to Vegas is there's no nightly entertainment there or daily entertainment. So you you pretty much. The corporate entertainment pays really well, so financially, it's fine. But creatively, it was killing me because I couldn't get on stage as often as I wanted to be. Yeah, that makes sense, and and I guess also you're a little more limited there. Not that you know, not that your show's blue or anything like that, but it's a little more conservative from an entertainment standpoint than Vegas is. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I do. I work clean, and you know, everyone in the family could come and see my my stuff. But, yeah, yeah, it, there's limitations on there that, you know, when, when you do corporate events especially, you have to be very careful, you know. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Let's tell them about this great new show. It's called That's Vegas. Tell us what they're going to see in That's Vegas. Yeah, That's Vegas. Um, my manager, uh, Steve Arnold, and I, we created this show that we, we, we were calling it the Best of Vegas Variety Show, and we put it into the Smith Center here, and it did very well in there. So then we, we got some investors on board and, and we changed the title of it because we didn't, we didn't want the word best in there. They didn't want the word best in there. So we changed the title just for this particular show. And we're we rotating different acts. And right now we have, uh, we have a Michael Jackson tribute artist. We have a Britney Spears tribute artist. Then we have a comedy magician. And then we have uh, me doing comedy impressions, and I host the whole thing. That's kind of fun. So, so you're coming in and out and like you did on that other show where you're coming in and out and, you know – it's great. It's that comic relief in between these things, too, which I think people really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and we have, um, you know, we have uh, 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 Adam Flowers is the comedy magician, and Katie Murdoch does a great Britney Spears tribute, and uh, E. Casanova does the Michael Jackson tribute, and they're all great. You know, everybody's great. And the beauty of the show is that we can, you know, we can switch acts around later, you know. Yeah, well, these are really talented people, too. I mean, people, I don't think, realize just how difficult some of those tribute acts are because, you know, they're being held up to a high standard. When you go to those things, if they don't sound pretty much like them, you've lost it. So, I mean, it it takes a certain amount of talent. There's no question about it to bring uh, those people back to life, so to speak, in this different venue. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're in the uh, we're in the same showroom at Bally's, the window showroom. We're, we're in the same showroom as Wayne Newton. <laughs> now Wayne plays there at nighttime. He's a fabulous talent, and so people can come in and see our show at two o'clock. They can see Wayne in the evening. You know, there's other shows in there, too. Yeah. Well, Bally's is a great location, too, because it's right in the middle of the Strip. So pretty much from either side, you can get there pretty easily by walking or taking the monorail, that kind of thing. So that's another advantage of playing there, I would think. Yeah, and we literally opened a week ago, and we're already selling tickets. You know, we're doing a mix now of we're doing comps and ticket sales just to try to build the show. In the beginning, we're not linked up with the ticket outlets yet, and we've already we've already been selling tickets just through Bally's. So it's, it's starting to, to take a good road, you know? Ah, that's a great thing. And you know, it's a fun location because it's pretty intimate. I don't know what it holds, but it's kind of fun. So you can kind of play off some of the people there and really have fun with it, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a, the showroom only seats a few hundred people. I think it seats like 300. So, yeah, it, it's just it's a good intimate kind of club setting, you know? We had talked the last time, you know, we both came up from the same area. I mean, literally, we were in the next towns to each other. We both remember the Circle Star Theater. And, of course, you actually worked there. It's got to be as your career has blossomed and you're down in Vegas. Those memories must come back because some of the people that you actually do played the Circle Star. Oh, yeah, most of them did. And that, you know, that was my main exposure to to live celebrity entertainment was that Circle Star Theater you know, as a person who I worked there taking tickets, and I got to watch all the shows. It was, it was just great. I mean, you know, you could really learn from watching these people. Was there any that you were particularly a favorite where you just were mesmerized by it and go, that's what I want to do the rest of my life? Well, you know, I mean, I watched Bill, you know, everybody, Rich Little, Rich Little and Bill Cosby and Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., they were all an influence. I mean, they just to watch how they handled an audience was just amazing. You know who I, you know who I, stands out in my mind that used to do great shows there at the time was Mel Tillis. Oh, Mel Tillis used to put on a great show. I remember he was one of the favorites there. Yeah. Country music, but he appealed across the board. I mean, and he had a good sense of humor, a real good showman. Yeah, he did. And he did that stutter thing and they made, they made jokes about it in the show and it was really, really good. I mean, I remember he put on a good show. Back with more from Impressionist Rich Natoli in a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. 
and a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach? Am I a career coach? Am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rich Natoli, host of That's Vegas, which plays every afternoon except Wednesdays at 2 p.m. in Bally's Window Showroom. A lot of great memories growing up there watching mm. that, and that's why I enjoyed uh, seeing you because I remember watching Rich Little and Doc Severinsen, of all people. They were playing at the Circle Star. and It's just a fascinating how... The world of impressions, it's sort of changed a little, hasn't it? I mean, guys like Jim Carrey and kind of got more into the facial stuff. It's kind of changed. Although you think of people like Rich Little and the stuff you do and stuff, and that's pretty tough to top. 
You know, the interesting thing about Rich Little, when I asked him a question, I talk, we were talking about the Circle Star, and I said, you know, you played the, the Circle Star, and I saw Barbara Eden open for you when you were at the Circle Star. And he goes, yes, that's right. And he says, well, you know, we were staying at this hotel, and he said, and in the middle of the night, he goes, the fire alarm went off. And they told everybody to evacuate their rooms. He goes, so I had, because her room was right next to mine, he said. He said, so I got to see Barbara Eden in her nightgown. (laughs) And I said, that's not a bad sight right there. (laughs) Well, from the 1960s, if you ever watch any of those old me TV shows or something, when you see Barbara Eden, that that was uh, as good as it got in those days. A beautiful woman. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, the the show is called That's Vegas. I highly recommend it. I think it's just fun. It's it's part of that great old Vegas routine of seeing funny people, seeing talented people, great singing and so forth. And again, it's the middle of the day. So with that, Rich, let's tell people how they can go see that. Yeah, you go to to valleys.com, valleyslasvegas.com, and and you can get your tickets there right now. And uh, it's 2 p.m. daily. We're dark on Wednesday. But we're there six days a week at 2 p.m. right now. So, um, yeah, it's a great it's a great show. And uh, I, I I wear a sparkly sport coat too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I wear a blingy Liberace kind of looking coat, you know, to, to host. <laughs> well, hey, that, that that's worth the trip itself, right? That's great. Yeah, I'm blinging it out a little bit, you know, for this show. Do you do Liberace so, you too, go. Rich? Do you? <laughs> oh, Liberace. Liberace. Here's a here's a joke. Here's a Liberace joke for you. Oh, I uh, I I I'm known for all my diamonds. You know, the only diamond I never had was Neil. <laughs> <laughs> See, Rich Natoli, it's a great show. It's called That's Vegas. You can go right to Bally's and find it there. Eventually, it's going to be on all the ticket broker things. But for right now. Go to Bally's, and uh, you can get all the information you need. Thanks for being with us, Rich. Really enjoyed chatting with you again. All right. Thanks, Steve. Anytime, buddy. After the show, you might want to go and hit the slots. And if you do, let's meet someone that can make it even more fun. Time to meet John Friedel. He's a doctor, an engineering professor, an aerospace engineer. He has a doctorate in engineering, and yet he calls himself Professor Slots. And there's a good reason for it, because in addition to all that sort of science stuff, he's really studied and found ways that you can really do the best you can on slot machines. So we're really interested in talking with him. He's been on once before, uh, John. Talk a little about why people come to you. I mean, everybody plays the slots at one time or another. Isn't that true? I mean, some people love it. Other people maybe play one time a year when they happen to be with some friends and so forth. But everybody wants to do the best they can. Absolutely. When I uh, was going myself, I sat down the very first time years ago, and I kind of I kind of looked around and, and said, I'm going to push a button. That's like apparently what I do here. Uh, I've learned that there's quite a bit more to it than that. So if you sit down on a machine, yes, there is only one thing that you really can do is push the button. But when? And, uh, you know, what time of the day? Which machine? How do you choose? Even what what casino might you be at? Uh, and one of the things, I know you're centered on, on Las Vegas, and this is certainly something that's true there with this approach that I have, but what casino do you go to? Is there any reason why... 
you should go to one versus another. Well, there is. State gaming commissions have a payout percentage that they receive monthly, and you can look at those reports. Not every state has them. And choose a better casino to improve your your baseline odds. And then there's more more than that. Like, okay, so you choose your casino, and then you choose a slot machine in the casino, and there's tips that I give for that, a goodness ratio that helps you at least avoid the, the, the poor slot machines, the ones with the terrible odds. Uh, and then you sort of proceed from there. But this is also for outside of Las Vegas as well, because as you know, since about 2008, there's been a lot of casinos that have opened up in my area in Ohio, in southern Ohio. I have a choice. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And also, I think this excites people because a lot of people go to play slots, and I've talked to them, and they say, well, I know it's just a million to one shot. I'm probably going to lose. It's just for fun and so forth. But you're telling them, no, I mean, you certainly can lose. There's no question about that. But there's a smart way to do this, and you really can put some of those odds at least a little more in your favor. Yeah, I talk about on my website and my podcast, I I talk about, uh, hey, so you want to be an entertainment gambler. Well, would you like to be more entertained? You know, would you like to really get good at entertaining yourself? Uh, But maybe you want to make money. Maybe you want to have take-home cash, and entertainment is of secondary importance. Well, how do you go about doing that? that, How is that different from being an entertainment gambler? And then there's another intermediary uh, category where you're trying to get the cops. And if you want to have take-home cash, you know, that's contradictory to being uh, a, a comps uh, player that where that's your gambling goal. So what is your gambling goal? Entertainment, comps, making money, and maybe some combination of those as well. So I talk about how what's your goal, what's your focus, and how to optimize on each one of those combined with choosing casinos and slot machines and sort of the whole package. Well, let's meet you, first of all, because I think your story is fascinating. You go in back in 2003, and like you said, you're just pushing buttons. So you say you started observing things. So what were you thinking at that point? Well, I had not been to a casino before, and maybe four months before that, that, that run of winning, I you know, discovered that you could go and try to make some money. I played a quarter machine where the maximum jackpot was $1,000, and after... Three months, I won the top jackpot. And I, and I thought to myself, uh, that's not a lot of money compared to my student loan debt. I wonder what I might be able to do. And the Internet at the time, Netscape, if anybody wants to remember that. Wow. Uh, the, yeah. At the, the Internet at the time said, well, if you want to win big, you have to bet big. And they talked about some other things, and I took it all with a grain of salt, but I went looking. This is what I currently call an older-style casino, where every slot machine is independent. It runs its own odds. There's no central computer like many new casinos have these days. And so the odds were adjusted by a slots mechanic, and when the casino wanted them to change the odds, they would go through all the slot machines, open them up, and change the odds again. I found a machine that the casino had set high odds to, by which I mean you won. Almost every press of the button, you won $5, $25, $50, something. And I noticed that it was near an open area, you know, where people would gather, like by a bar. And it was direct line of sight. And I understood that they set it up to win for a little while so that people would run to the the slot machines and spend money. Because they're sitting there not really spending money, and the casino is like, how can we fix this? So they have a budget. They set it up to win. And it was all very obvious to me. 
I wondered why other people hadn't noticed this. More with Professor Slots in a moment. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? You've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. No fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Visit rxcutdiscounts, that's plural, dot com. <laughs> hey, everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments, it doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. One in three adults in America have prediabetes, but most don't know it. To let people know it can be reversed before it becomes type 2 diabetes, professional basketball player Julius Randle is doing everything in reverse. I'm only dunking with reverse windmills. I drove the whole way to practice in reverse. I don't recommend it. This move's called the reverse shuffle. I do recommend it. And it took me months to learn how to speak in reverse, like this. <clears throat> Years 10 almost for diabetes type 2 with living Ben has mom, my. 
In other words, my mom has been living with type 2 diabetes for almost 10 years. So together, we want to say to the 84 million Americans at risk, exercise and healthy eating can help reverse prediabetes. Start by taking a simple one-minute risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. <laughs> Betty can't say that in reverse. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to John Friedel, better known as Professor Slots. It's interesting. So you see this thing. So then you take it to the next step, you know, and talk a little about that. Because, you know, this was before Professor Slots. Uh, this was like your graduate school work before you go and start teaching. You started making some real money at this. For six days, I won 13 taxable jackpots. At the total of the jackpots came to about $30,000. Uh, $10,000 of that money went back in about $10,000 at the time went to taxes and $10,000, you know, paid for my bills at the time. I got a new apartment and flat screen TV at the time. Uh, that was, that was wonderful. And I, I didn't, I didn't understand that most gamblers don't make money. What do they call it? A negative EV yeah. Uh, game? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? Is that how it is for you? <laughs> and, and I'm still struggling with that right now. I'm learning not learning, but I'm listening to people talking about poker, uh, craps, blackjack, and not to play, but to understand what their experiences are. And if somebody has to win at a poker game, right, and that one person walks away with the money, uh, I guess that's if you're good at poker, then you can win money that way. But I'm like, um, what about these slot machines where they adjust the odds and you can figure if you can figure out the pattern being done, uh, then you can win money and be over 100 percent on your payout, your payback return. Uh, but then there's the other side of things, which is back in 2004, 2003, there really wasn't any newer slot machines, newer uh, systems. Those came out in about 2012. So I have this other category of casinos called newer style uh, casinos where they have a central computer and all the slot machines are centrally connected uh, to that uh, computer. Is and that the progressive the stuff? Is that what that is where the, when you see the big progressives? Well, that started, progressives started getting me clued into that because you know you have to have uh, – there's like four different kinds of progressives. There's a progressives of a, a group of slot machines at a carousel, and that's it. And there's others that are at the same uh, properties but in other properties, uh, and that's a progressive series. So you have to be on the Internet and go from casino to casino. Then you have cross-casino properties where they all together um, – contribute to the progressive. Uh, and so that's why you can get these million dollar jackpots is because there's just so many of those. But if you find a progressive on a carousel and you know that it's going to pay out at a certain value, gets you and your cousins and your you know spouses and you sit down at every one of those machines when it gets close to the jackpot and maybe one of you hit it. It's called an investment. So these are the sorts of things I'm starting to notice. But what I mean is every every slot machine in a new casino is connected to a central computer. Now there's rules about not changing the odds if anybody's winning or anything like that. And I have a hard time convincing people of this because we're all suspicious, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but legally, they're not supposed to change the odds until it's been idle for about 15 minutes based on Nevada uh, state legislation. Well, it makes sense, so, too, because they don't want to have unfair games. I mean, that's the whole thing. These odds are usually in their favor. So, you know, they're not going to mess with that. If that's the rules, I, I could see that. I think one thing you can count on is an honest game from that perspective. Yes, but they also have things that are also very important to them. Besides their reputation, besides you know not getting a black mark, perceived real or not, uh, they also have performance metrics. They also want to make sure they reduce their edge. 
uh, rather reduce their costs. And so one of the things that they've gained from two things that they've gained from the central computer, and if you read some of the literature, the, the companies that slot manufacturers who also do lottery games and et cetera, they talk about these central computers. It's just a fact of life on anything that was 2012 or more recently. Uh, that's it has to be like a seriously renovated casino or a new casino because there's a lot of wires under the floors now, and you just can't put that in when you put a new slap of paint on the, on the walls. So when you have that connection to the central computer, you can reduce your workforce. You can get rid of a lot of the slot mechanics. Now all they do is just change filters and the occasional problem with replacing paper. They don't have to go through, cycle through every slot machine every seven to ten days or two weeks or whatever the cycle was for the casino and change the odds. They can reduce that workforce, which is reducing their overhead, saving them a huge amount of money, the other, that's one advantage for them. The other advantage for them is, let's say they want to hit their mark on their financial metrics that day. Well, before with you changing with, with slots mechanics, changing the odds every once in a while, this is terribly dry stuff. But, you know, people who play slots could make money from it. So please bear with me on this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a professor. I'm, I'm prepared to say complicated things simply with with, with an education behind it to, to try to help people understand. With the reduction in the workforce, casinos want to do this because it saves them money. But they also are able to hit their daily financial metrics instead of once a month, once every two weeks. It's hard. They want to be real-time now. Yeah. And, that, and that is where the slot enthusiast gets an edge. Because if you have something that's random, you don't mess with it. If oh, absolutely. Tinker, yeah, if absolutely. you tinker with it on a daily basis, four or five times a day, you know what we call that? We call that patterns. Yeah. And yeah. then, it, so go when the odds are high, and, and it's, I've found two different approaches, and I don't want to share them fully. I am trying to put together a product to sell. Uh, you know, I, I could just tell you, um, but, but I would prefer <laughs> to, you know, keep some of this to myself so that I can sell right. a product at some point. And I'm building an audience with my podcast. It's working faster than the, the website did. Professor Slots is what they're both called, ProfessorSlots.com, and Professor Slots is the podcast name. We will be back with more from Professor Slots in just a moment. Also, coming up, we will discuss magic shows in Vegas with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Luck let a gentleman see. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Every hiring manager knows that a company is only as good as the people it's made from. So where do you find the best people? That may surprise you. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. This is talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that 
on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background, but actually we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about, about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Of course my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Football is coming to Vegas. I felt that one way up here. And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com. Just win, baby. Every hiring manager knows that a company is only as good as the people it's made from. So where do you find the best people? That may surprise you. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. This is talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to slot expert and aerospace engineer John Friedel, known to most folks as simply Professor Slots. But I know, because I know people you're talking about, you're giving the involved uh, academic answer. There are people writing this down. I can win. How do I get a hold of this guy? You know, because, you know, it's been so tough. You talk a little about high limits. You mentioned that before. I wanted to ask you, is that the kind of thing, once you learn these things, you can go in with more confidence? Because I know people are afraid of those high slot rooms. You know, they, they take a look at it and they realize you can lose a lot of money real fast if you don't know what you're doing. Absolutely. So my process for selecting, this is all on my website, uh, my process in one of the early podcast episodes, One of my process for selecting a slot machine is to try to avoid the worst of them. But you also have to be careful about which slot machines should I play and, and give them a chance to play. I talk about having about 100 or 120 bets possible with the bankroll that you bring in. And if you don't have that, 
if you don't have that comfortably, if you don't have that, you know, that you can afford to lose, don't do it. You know, I'm not trying to get anybody to go to high slots when they can't afford it. There, if you can make 100 to 120 bets, whatever your bankroll is, find out what slot machine you can afford to play on. Because the rule number one, rule number one is, you know, just be careful with your money. Be prepared to lose anything that you bring in. Other, and it, you know, don't spend your mortgage. Don't spend oh God, kids' yeah. food money. You know, and it's horrifying. Well, actually, what, what you're doing, you're helping people's odds, but you can still lose. You know, I mean, that's what they got to remember, and you you just can't do. That's where you get in trouble. Well, you have to check things. You have to see if it's this pattern or that pattern. And it does take a little bit of money. And it's not like I'm going to say, if you press this button in a certain way, you will win. No. If, uh, if you try the technique and you give it a chance to play, then if you start to get some results, then you know, we can talk about the different responses that you might get from a slot machine and whether you should continue or not. I'm a big fan of bankroll cycling. Because yeah. if you cannot lose your money, let's say you are in a high-limit slot machine, you put in for high limits, uh, $5 bet, uh, $3 max, uh, three credits maximum, $15 bets, uh, that would be maybe $1,500, $2,000 that you needed to bankroll to do 100 to 120 bets. If you can't afford it, don't do it. It's the same numbers for penny slots or quarter slots. You just, I mean, same, same calculation. Oh, okay. But I was going to ask you that. If it made a difference, are your odds better? But it sounds like they're across the board. It's the same strategies. Work at whatever level you want to play in. Yes. Now, some places don't have a uh, any, any anything other than penny slots. You know, some casinos, racinos in particular, uh, seem to be moving to whatever is most popular. So they might not have a high limit room. I've gone to high limit rooms and looked around and gone, uh, no, this place is because I talk about assessing a casino, and sometimes you look around and you say, they didn't. This isn't high limits. You know, it's a two dollar bet. I guess the low limit, it's $1 bet. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you look around and you think about what you're seeing. But the way I look at this, uh, another way that I try to look at this is uh, the movie 21, right? Yeah. What did that do for card counting? Oh, yeah. I, right. I, 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 you know, hey, you want it's, it's a little bit of a mental exercise to be able to figure out how to do some card counting, but the benefit is you make money from that. Then the response from the casinos over 10, 20, 30 years is to watch for card counting and right, <laughs> sort of right. like prevent it. And I'm thinking that I'm doing the same thing. I, well, I've well, got some approaches, and they, should, they, will, they will help you win more, and then there will be responses in five to ten years, and we'll you know, yeah. follow this through. Well, hey, right now you don't have to wear disguises, do you, when you visit Vegas or go to any of these <laughs> casinos? Do you have to be careful of that? Well, this isn't the top jackpot. This is winning more than you're losing. I, I have, uh, aer- I'm an aerospace engineer. I, I make uh, just barely six figures, and I won about 30% of that uh, in uh, over my uh, uh, bankroll amounts for a year. So it's a part-time job. Yeah, right. This is what this and, and and going back to that negative EV game for poker players and blackjack and roulette. Uh, hey, sorry, man, it's only thirty percent 
above your bankroll that you brought in. I hope that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've had it the other way, so that would be okay. (laughs) Yeah, for the people who are looking for the $3 million uh, win on the the countrywide or statewide progressive, uh, yeah, I got a few things I could talk about, but this is not about the top, top jackpot. This is about going home with money instead of not. Well, and that's what I think what you want. You know, it's funny. People say, well, it's too much work. And I'm thinking, oh, no, it's always more fun to win. And anybody that says it isn't is a liar. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah, and, and there are slots players out there who who know most of this. But they aren't professors who can, um, you know, start a podcast, who can, uh, ex- you know, teach uh, and explain things in a straightforward manner that's easily understood, that, that you know, speaking skills, uh, presentation skills, uh, all those things that I had, I, I saw this as uh, something I could teach, share, uh, maybe build a business on to help people. And eventually casinos may catch on, but it's it's partly, and I think I mentioned this the last time we talked in the last interview, it's partly unbelievable. So there's like a window here, probably you know four, yeah. six years before casinos start saying, Okay, John, you're going to need to have a disguise on. (laughs) Yeah, right. I think so. Well, I I challenge people. I'm going to try this myself, and I'm going to give it like six months and just see. Because, you know, obviously I'm around Las Vegas a lot. Just to play around and see, keep track of it. And I would challenge our listeners to do the same thing because, boy, it can sure make life uh, happier, you know, when you do it. And I think what they're going to like about your approach, John, and just a quick trip to your website will give them a feel for it. But you're a humble guy. It's low key. You don't feel like you're being hustled. Your thing is really more from an academic standpoint, which appeals to somebody like me. You've thought this through. I mean, you put a lot of time. I mean, there's no joking about it, right? I mean, you've done the research. As much as it is possible to do. I have not been employed by a slot machine manufacturer, so I don't have inside information. I would have signed a non-disclosure agreement if I had, and I wouldn't be able to share it legally. So no, this is what I figured out based on all my education, based on thinking about it for about a decade. Well, it's 14 years at this point. And now I'm starting to think thinking I should, I should share. And so the website has a lot of this, but the podcast, if people are interested in that, uh, also has a way that people can listen in their cars. But I encourage you, if you uh, you know, it's all written there, but the approach is to, to decide, do you have older style casinos or newer style casinos? Because the older style casinos, which are, you know, LED lights next to your player card entry that, you know, that goes by like a sign outside of a bank, yeah. dot, 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 hi, John, you know, <laughs> sort right. of thing. Uh, that, 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 that's one easy way to tell if it's an older style slot machine, or you can just ask when was a place built. And that will look for a slot machine that's on the end of a row, second from the end of the row, near a high high area where people just sit, uh, like at the bar, something like that. And and it's going to be in plain view. And just be, you can do th- one of two things. You can sit down at the bar and you can watch for this machine. There will be somebody sitting at it, quietly winning a lot of money, stopping the roll up, looking around kind of nervously. And you watch <laughs> for that and then you wait for him to go home or his wife will come in and cover the machine, you know, after he leaves and they'll do it in shifts for as long as it lasts. Or you take your, you know, $500 or whatever, and you play a little bit on each machine. And if you don't lose, you press the machine a couple of button a couple of times and you win, that's the machine. And so you can bankroll cycle, which is a wonderful thing because you build up comp points and it just, you don't really need a small amount of money and to play. And it just continues for hours but if you do find that slot machine, you know, you got to have plans for not going home. Yeah. It's only going to be winning until they change the odds, which could be 
something less than two weeks, a few days, a week, week and a half, but then they'll change the odds, and that's the budget they had for that approach. Now, the other side of the coin is what's the best casino in your area, Vegas or not? What's the best casino, which is a newer-style casino? Yeah. And that's one. that one, you have a couple of techniques that you can try, and you know we can talk about those. But, but go to the state uh, regulations, go to the state commission, gaming commission, and see what they say is the best odds. Uh, right now, uh, it's Rampart a Casino in downtown. Fremont Street. Wow. Uh, that, that's the one with the highest um, uh, payback return. We will continue our conversation with the professor on next week's show. When we return, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, will discuss the future of magic acts on the Vegas Strip. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Old black magic has me in its spell. Old black magic that you weave so well. Those icy fingers up and down my spine. The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? <laughs> that is the case. <laughs> yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. 
Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Time now for a visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. You know, for a while, Chris Angel was such a big deal with kind of a, kind of a new level of, you know, beyond David Copperfield, more, you know, cutting edge, I guess, and stuff. Are we still going to see a lot of magic acts here, or are they kind of, you know, I know Penn & Teller is magic, but that's all more of a comedy act. What do you think? I honestly, I did a tweet today that specifically uh, made that point. There is a show um, in the Jubilee Theater at Bally's now, uh, and I saw a picture of it, and it was a woman floating, and, and I, it just struck me. Nobody's clamoring for those shows. Nobody is saying, you know, we really need a traditional magic show. Like, they, so many have closed and just, you know, for, for better or worse, that kind of traditional magic, nobody believes it. And no, and I, I just don't see the big demand for it. I guess we'll find out because in, in this Jubilee Theater, they needed a show. Magic is great for Vegas audiences because uh, there are so many foreign tourists, they don't have to follow a plot. They don't, they don't have to understand English to enjoy a visual show. So that's why magic has always been kind of a go-to thing in Las Vegas. But, but yeah, it has to be kind of over the top. Chris Angel's show is personality driven. You know, David Copperfield's show, it's just big, these giant expensive illusions. And you know, there's always going to be the quirkier stuff. Penn and Teller's a perfect example. Uh, Matt King, an ex- you know, he does traditional magic, but he does it in a funny, quirky way, and he's still pulling them in after all these years. But I think those traditional kind of like, you know, here's here literally is a rabbit being pulled out of a hat. Nobody's nobody is uh, really looking for that, and I think they're going to be in trouble. Now, there is a show at Planet Hollywood that I tell everybody to go see. It's called Xavier Mortimer, uh, and he, he is so good. It's almost like a Cirque show, but just with one guy, and that's magic. That it, It's more than magic. It's surprising. It's different. I absolutely think that kind of quirky niche show can survive, but I just think these overblown, expensive kind of shows just are going away and i don't know if they're ever going to come back thanks for joining us this weekend see you again next weekend when you'll meet one of the hottest country acts in town sam riddle also we'll continue our conversation with professor slots this is Stephen madge reminding you vegas never sleeps <laughs>